Hello everyone and welcome back to the Girl Recovering Podcast. My name is Kelly and I am so excited to be joined by Liz Newcomer, the host of the podcast Resiliency and Running and a Mental Health Advocate. She is known for sharing her journey with eating disorders and is an advocate for positive body image. Today she is here to share her story and her advice all from her experience. So welcome Liz to the podcast. Thanks so much. So first of all, so the viewers get to know you a bit better, tell me a bit about yourself and your story with mental health. Yeah, so I am 24 years old. Um, I went to undergrad and did a master's in London. Um, I've been around a bit, um, but I've definitely had my fair share of mental health experiences and um, battles. And it all kind of started in middle school, actually, when I was bullied. And it was kind of like the first time that I actually think that I became aware of myself and who I am. And, you know, bullies just kind of tend to point out different attributes about yourself that I don't think you really think of too much on your own. And I think at such a young age, it really like can be such a trigger. And I think prior to that, I was definitely such a carefree kid that just when I played a lot of sports. And so I would just, I like weight was never a concern for me. And Mm so- I kind of remember that as like being the catalyst of when I started to kind of notice my weight more and started to notice when, you know, I was eating too much or eating too little. And so that kind of, I think my biggest um, thing that I've shared, like in a YouTube video before was kind of just, as soon as you let someone else's opinions become your own, whether they're a bully or their colleague or their, you know, whoever, that's kind of when everything will start to kind of ricochet into your own life, because that's kind of when, you know, the eating disorder started, the depression started, the anxiety and all of the mental battles that I've um, kind of battled since then. And I think, you know, similarly, I think you can probably relate to the fact that, you know, you can recover from an eating disorder, but I think it's kind of a lifelong thing where you kind of are always thinking about it and you always kind of revert back to it, not to say in a negative way, but it's something that kind of follows you. And you definitely just, there are certain things that kind of might trigger you from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great way of putting it. I think a lot of the times when people suffer with negative body image issues or even eating disorders, you know, it really affects you when you actually start to believe it and internalize it or else it doesn't really affect you. So I think it's kind of learning to not do that. So you've kind of been an advocate now. You have your own podcast. So what do you think was the catalyst for changing the way you personally thought about health and weight or body image? I think it really kind of started when I actually started to educate myself truly on like food and nutrition. And I think a lot of this actually stemmed from when I kind of saw what happened with my own body after starving it for as long as I did and kind of like specifically, like, I think a lot of people that have suffered from eating disorders have probably experienced something with, you know, issues in their period. And I, I lost my period for about two years. So a scary thing where, um, I remember like my doctor specifically saying, you know, if you don't recover soon, you might have issues and trying to have kids when you're um, older. And I think that really hurt a lot because I think that's something that I've always thought about, you know, ever since I was a little girl, you know, of course I want to have kids. Of course I want to grow up and have my own family. And so I think it was just really interesting to learn really about food and not just on the numbers, not just on how many calories are in an apple or a cracker. And it's actually like, you know, what ingredients go into it and how does this fuel me? And especially now as a runner, I've just also really 
you know, looked into how I can be fueling myself during runs, before runs, after runs. And it's all just something that is so important that I just never would have thought about, you know, before when I was very stuck in like my eating disorder mindset. For sure. And similar with me too, when I was going through my eating disorder as well, it kind of was that realization from the doctor of all these things that it's having to your body besides just having mental impacts, also the physical impacts. And I feel like it's really scary to go through that. And that scares a lot of people kind of into wanting to improve themselves in a way. But what helps you specifically stay focused on healing rather than returning to old habits? I think I definitely just try and I think comparison can be such a, um, I think it's, they always say it's the thief of joy or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where, you know, sometimes I'll find myself like the thoughts start to come back. If you start to look at like, say models, oh my gosh, like how is she so skinny? How is, you know, why does she look like that? And I look like this, but I think I always kind of remind myself of like my own healing journey and just how much, like, not only that your body's gotten you through, but also what you like me myself have put through, put my body through. And, um, just a lot of things that, you know, I'm really grateful that my body is, you know, that I, I feel like I could have been a lot worse, I think. And I think, um, I'm, re- I'm just really grateful for, you know, just having a healthy body that is strong enough to continue to allow me to be a- as a- athletic that I want to be. And just, um, I think, you know, being able to get like your period back and just a lot of different health things that you would never really think of. Um, and I think it's just, you know, it's hard, but I think it's just having to kind of remind myself that I'm thankful for the body that I'm in. Absolutely. That's a really good piece of advice because that's something a lot of people forget, especially in that certain mindset is looking at all the ways why your body's wrong instead of looking at why it's actually good and and the good things about it. Um, So you talked kind of about comparing yourself. And I know for me, one of my biggest struggles has been staying off social media, which is kind of the first step in not comparing yourself. I know that's something that I fall into a lot is scrolling on social media for hours and falling into that trap of comparing myself to people on there. So how would you personally say to anyone who's struggling to kind of come off of social media or struggling not to compare? What's your biggest piece of advice with that? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think me, myself, I've definitely been trying to limit the amount of social media that I've been taking in, especially in this past year that we've all been you know, like stuck at home. And it's, it's definitely easier to be on social media more. But I think that that's where a lot of, you know, the mental health issues stem from is when you're spending so much time getting such a glimpse into, you know, only the highlight reels of people's lives is that you look at your own life. And, you know, for me, at one point, it was like, I'm not being productive with my day enough. I'm not working out enough. I'm not Um, job hunting enough. And it can, you know, it can kind of just waterfall into different pockets of your life. And so I think it's just kind of being able to look at yourself and your life and kind of seeing where are you struggling and how can you kind of work on those areas? I don't want to say fix, but I think it's just, you know, doing little things like even, you know, waking up each morning and just not going for your phone for social media first thing and just kind of being able to go and make yourself a cup of coffee or just really spend time with yourself. Because I think 
in this past year, um, I just had a lot of downtime. And I think a lot of us have to just really spend a lot of time more with yourself. And as someone who personally was on a very go, go, go kind of basis and between, you know, being social with friends and going to work and just having a very busy life, I think it's really important to slow down and really just spend time with yourself and kind of have a daily check-in with yourself if you can. Um, and just kind of see how you're doing. And I think, I think I was just looking at um, actually something on your Instagram, just around like planners. And um, I actually this year have like gotten, I'm trying to get into bullet journaling, but I think it's kind of cool just because um, the one that I specifically was like looking to mimic kind of has a page where it has like for each month, you can kind of check in with yourself emotionally, physically and then like you know spiritually if you want to and then there's a page just for like a brain dump and so kind of I think it's just a good way of just checking in and seeing like how are you doing in these different areas of your life and what are some thoughts that are just like you know cramming your head that you just need to get out onto paper absolutely and I love seeing those trackers on Instagram and how creative people get with them I know I have a mood tracker in my journal that I kind of just check in And even if I don't want to specifically journal that day, I'll at least write down how I was feeling. And I feel like I'm more cognizant of how I'm feeling. Or if I'm sad, I totally let myself be sad. But if I'm sad 20 days in a row, I realize like, okay, it's time to pick yourself up. It's time to to work harder and kind of get out of that slump. But definitely ways like that can help people to distract themselves from just going on their phone or immediately resorting to that. So you talked about... um, kind of being bullied in when you were younger. And unfortunately, a lot of people go through that and suffering from opinions from others. And I know I still deal with it and many other people still do. So how do you ignore or overcome outside noise and opinions of others? Yeah, um, I think this can be really hard. And I think I've definitely, I think, you know, being bullied is a really sad thing and it can really have an effect on your mental health. And um, I was actually interviewing 